Well, hello there. Welcome back. In the forthcoming fishbowl, are we currently living through the death of democracy in real time? Celebrating Black History Month like only we can. And Fish B tries to make Bob cry. Seriously, Fish B, why would you do that? Like, you're my extra-dimensional musical buddy. You're over there on the bass guitar playing the lead right now, and that lead is hot! It's hot! Thank you for the hot lead, and now you're, now you're gonna try to make me cry, apparently? Uh, I guess we'll find out when we get to the fishbowl, but... First, in our lead, it's not the most important news story in the world, but it is definitely, definitely, definitely something. And it comes from the glorious state of Florida. From the Associated Press, here's your headline. Florida man upset that he can't bring cutout of Trump to dialysis. Only in Florida, my friends. Only in Florida. Dateline, Port St. Lucie. A Florida man undergoing kidney dialysis three times a week is upset that he can't bring a life-size cardboard cutout of President Donald Trump for emotional support. Uh, a, this must be a very rotund cardboard cutout to make it life-size. And B, can we agree that as a civilization, we have taken the emotional support concept one, two, three, maybe 11 steps too far at this point. Maybe we need to dial back what is in the acceptable parameters of emotional support. The man's name is Nelson Gibson, but it doesn't really matter. He's a Florida guy undergoing dialysis. And he brings the giant cardboard cutout to sit with him during his three-and-a-half-hour treatments, but it wasn't always this way. He began by bringing simply a picture of Trump as a comfort item. It just feels like bringing something from home to make you comfortable. And that makes sense. He said that no one complained about the photo because it was just a photo. Next, he started bringing a small cardboard cutout of himself standing next to a Trump photo. So he's, so he's, this guy, he's Mr. Cardboard Cutout. His whole house must be full of them. He's got cardo cardboard cutouts of himself, and he started bringing one of himself to put next to the picture of the president. It gets, uh, it gets weirder. Gibson said that no one complained about the photo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And no one complained about the small cutout and that some people even took pictures with it. More, more photos of cutouts. Then Gibson took a life-sized cutout of Trump to his treatment. And he says again, no one took issue with the new emotional support item. Or at least they didn't say it out loud. Because when he returned the next time for treatment with the giantly rotund presidential cutout, he says he ran into a roadblock. They told me it was too much and it wasn't a rally. 
which seems like a fair critique. It seems like a fair criticism to me. They told him it was too much and it wasn't a rally. Yeah, that makes sense. But he says he feels singled out since the center typically encourages patients to bring emotional support items. He says another patient brings in bubble wrap and pops it during her treatment. And I agree that 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 seems that would be annoying. Yes, yes, that would be annoying. They should probably tell her to, to cut out the bubble wrap. But if we really are just playing all on the same field here and we all get to bring whatever makes one feel better, that's fine. Bring your giant rotund cardboard cutout. But what would make me feel better is cardboard cutouts of Vice Pastor Pence and another cardboard cutout of Attorney General Bill Barr, also rotund, both of them on their knees, on both sides of the cardboard cutout of the president, right? Then, across the room, I would position another cardboard cutout of First Lady Melania wearing a stylish dress and her what-the-fuck face. And now, Fishby... Let us get to the fishbowl the only way we know how with question one. Is it fair to hold Bernie Sanders responsible for the outlandish behavior of the Bernie bros? No, it's not fair to hold Bernie Sanders responsible but Bernie could do a much better job. He really needs to make it crystal fucking clear that they don't speak for him and disavow them at every single opportunity he can. And it seems like Bernie's not really into that part. Like, I've disavowed them. What? What? It sounds... It sounds awfully Trump-esque because these Bernie bros, they're going out of their way to digitally, mostly, in fact, almost always, digitally harass anyone who dares say a word about future Lord Emperor to us all, Bernie Sanders. They're really especially going after females and female journalists, female politicians. Again, anyone. And I like Barney. I like Barney. But I don't like him so much that anyone says an evil word. I can't handle it. And me and my 4chan, 8chan, fuckchan game, whatever we are on any given day, feel the need to attack these people and go out of it. How can we make this person's life miserable? They said they're only so-so on Barney. Bernie could do more. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, God, is this the crying part? No, it's not. Yo, it's me, Fish B. I get the impression you don't care for Mike Pence. Really? You've, uh, you've, uh, you've gathered that impression, have you, my extra-dimensional friend? Yeah, I can't, I can't stand Mike Pence. I, of all the different slices of American political life, I really take issue with the evangelical, holier-than-thou, dictate-morality Republicans. They're, 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 they're only like 
two steps off of like the Taliban and like Christian Sharia law. They 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 go too far. And then and then just the hypocrisy of Vice Pastor Pence who plays it off like just again just 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 his whole holier than thou vibe that wants to dictate morality as he's standing next to supporting and wholeheartedly embracing defense and, and heaping praise on what appears to everyone normal I know, the most corrupt president in the history of these United States. So yeah, Fishby, you have gotten the impression that I don't much care for Mike Pence. Plus, Mike Pence has a secret. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Shh. Because he's, there's no chance he's overcompensating for something, is there? Shh. 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 Don't tell anybody. What's next? Any predictions for the Democratic debate? Yeah, I have a prediction. I, I can almost guarantee the way this thing is going to go down. Whether uh, committed to or not in blood, there is a metaphorical, at least, if not rhetorical, secret blood packs to take out Mike Bloomberg. If it's anything that Mayor Pete and Liz Warren and, and all of them, they just can't stand it. Joe Biden and party. Tom, is Tom Steyer in this one? For God's sake, he is, isn't he? Oh, yeah. They're going to try to take out Mike Bloomberg. And Mike Bloomberg hasn't been in elected office forever. I mean, he used to be a Republican. He's spending all of this money. I think the Democrats are going to tear down Mike Bloomberg. So we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What's next? How are you celebrating Black History Month? Oh, it is February, and I love Black History Month like no one loves Black History Month. And as an African-American, I'm sorry, what, Fishby, what? Forgive me here, forgive me, but is not Africa the cradle of civilization? Therefore, all of us, when we go far enough back on our family tree, all of us are African-Americans, therefore Black History Month is... My blonde hair and blue eyes aren't, uh, are not... All right, all right, uh, a point taken. Uh, what, if, what if I told you, uh, before this magazine became defunct, that this is serious now, this is true. I had a subscription to Black Men's Magazine, and it said right on the cover, for strong, positive, caring brothers, and I thought to myself... Like me. No, still, 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 still not. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. Uh, we should all celebrate Black History Month, but not just in February. We should celebrate Black History Month all year long because as smarter people than me have said, Black history is American history. Uh, at the very least, here's the very least you could do. On Netflix... Uh, the Who Killed Malcolm X docuseries, excellent. It's absolutely excellent. 
Support black art. That too. What's next? Is actress Rosario Dawson gay? First, first, first. I I don't really care. And why is this in the news again? I guess it's because she just did an interview with female magazine Bustle. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But she's been dating current senator and former presidential candidate Cory Booker, like most of us know that, since October of 2018. So, I mean, she's dating Cory Booker. She has a boyfriend, serious boyfriend. Uh, but in the past, she has had cryptic social media posts. For example, Happy Pride Month, sending love to my fellow fellow LGBTQ plus homies. Keep being strong in the face of adversity, loud and proud. Hmm. And then she just gave an interview to the, the current issue of Bustle. She says, uh, quote, people keep saying that I came out. I didn't do that. I mean, it's not inaccurate, but I never did Come out, come out. Then she added, I mean, I guess I am now. Then she clarified that she's never actually been in a queer relationship. She said, I've never had a relationship in that space, so it's never felt like an authentic calling to me. Uh, if... If you're slightly confused, you're not the only one. But when it comes to... It's 2020. When it comes to someone else's sexuality, I mean, who cares? Do you and and and, and be happy. I'm, I'm gathering from this that, that, that she's had flings in, in, in that space, just not relationships in that space. I don't know. Who cares? What's next? Are high school girls still vaping jewel pods like there's no tomorrow? No, they are not. And I know this because I have a high school daughter, and she said jewel pods are out. They're not doing jewel pods anymore. But just as many high school girls are vaping, she says you go in the bathroom and it's just white girls in the stall for, for as far as the eye can see, like 20 deep, just sitting on top of each other. But now the new thing, they're called puff bars. Puff bars. They're basically just disposable jewels. They're the thing. They're the rage. Everybody's doing it. Let's vape together. What's next? Why do Democrats seem so damn depressed? I agree with that sentiment. I think Democrats do seem damn depressed. But you know what? That is an excellent tease for tomorrow. Let us, let us put that back in the fishbowl, and we'll get to that when we do chapter 415. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Do you feel better or worse after coming out of your disability closet? This is the question that's supposed to make me cry, Fishby. 
I will offer up uh, this very honest admission. I always try to be honest. That this morning, when I went back and 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 listened to the interlude, interlude, excuse me, when it when when it got to that particular portion, uh, I wasn't bawling, but I, but I, but I did tear up a little bit. That's um. That was a little emotional for me. Uh, it, it it was, but but you know what? This is this is my truth. I didn't I I didn't ask for a, a bipolar illness and, and and other ailments to be to, to to be this extreme, and I've done nothing wrong. And and there's there, there's no shame in that. And this is my story, and I own it. And in a weird way, it's uh it it, it it's kind of cathartic. Uh, my name is Bob. And this is my truth. And oh, there's uh, there's Isaiah's music, and uh, and just in the nick of time, as always, our last question from the fishbowl comes from Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer. Tonight, Isaiah writes, "What was Stormy Daniels doing in Spokangelis?" Yes, this is this is weird. Stormy Daniels. That's where we do the show from right now. We're currently in Spokangelis. It's on the eastern side of the state of Washington, United States, planet Earth, Milky Way galaxy, etc., etc. Uh, but Stormy Daniels wasn't just here. This is very bizarre. And she wasn't doing like an appearance at an exotic cabaret. We have those. No, 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 no. She was here on President's Day, of all days, on President's Day, doing a show at the Spokangelis Comedy Club. It's the Spokane Comedy Club, but Spokangelis Comedy Club. She was doing a show that she described herself as not exactly stand-up comedy. I don't know exactly what that means, but it happened. It happened. That had to be... It had to be a weird, weird, weird fucking crowd. Just a weird crowd. Thank you, Isaiah. And now, time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. Kick it, Fishbee. The Boy Scouts of America have had to file for bankruptcy because they're facing so many pedophilia lawsuits, and it seems to me your odds of being molested go way down if you're not Catholic and not Boy Scouting and not spending any time in your neighbor's basement. Rod Blago Blagojevich was one of 11 people that the Trumpster fire pardoned or commuted their jail term and just in time for a Celebrity Apprentice reunion and get in the clown car with Lil John and Meatloaf, you're all going to Sean Hannity's Doomsday Fortress and you're going to wait there until Roger Stone and Paul Manafort and disgraced General Michael Flynn show up with war criminal Eddie Gallagher. Former boy bander and current pearl clutcher Harry Styles robbed at knife point, and when he saw the knife, he knew things could only go. Ah, very good. You finished it for me. Martin Scorsese is making a Western starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, and I can't imagine De Niro in a Western, but odds of it turning out worse than The Irishman, 0%. Some crazy Scandinavians have fashioned lycra and silicone shorts that will make you look like you have Kim Kardashian's cartoonish ass, and they're calling it The Bum. And that makes sense, since when warned girls could hide an ex-lover in their pants, and no one would know. 
And in quasi-related news, a Chinese company is selling coronavirus face masks with one's face printed on them so people can still unlock their phone, and I feel like that shouldn't work. Justin Bieber shaved his moustache, and in this fucked up media world, that somehow constitutes news. And nobody wants to go to Prince Andrew's 60th birthday party except the ghost of Jeffrey Epstein and some former Boy Scout leaders and maybe the president. And lastly, local journalism is dying. Since 2004, newspapers have lost over $35 billion of ad revenue and laid off 47% of their newsroom staff, and one in five local papers have completely shut down in the last 15 years. And in many rural communities, all they have now is Facebook, National Talk Radio, and Fox News. And that scares the fuck out of me. And local journalism is essential to a well-informed public, and without it, democracy dies. And I can't help but wonder if we're all living through the death of democracy in real time. And I wonder what we're going to do about it. Thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Bob. That over there, of course, is Fish B. Uh, get a hold of us on social media at Bob's Fishbowl and at Bob Van Dyne. Uh, Thank you for following our show and clicking subscribe if you haven't. We also invite you to check out bobsfishbowl.com. We're told that's a website. Please come back and smile and think with us tomorrow. We love you lots. Say adios, Fishbee.